fucking intro. Gonna let it roll. <laughs> yeah, this is Dustin. And I'm Chris. And that is Chris. And this is SLC Punkcast. This is SLC Punkcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is your dick. Episode 63.5. 63 and a half. What's new, August? What is new? August. And uh, we've got a whole bunch of stuff lined up for you. Some pretty good bands I'm excited to hear from. Uh, as well as a uh, interview, Dustin. Who with? The interview today, we're going to be talking with the Tough Acton Tanactons, or more specifically, Darren with the Tough Acton Tanactons. Boom! Tough Acton Tanactons. <laughs> you do that very well. Remember that commercial? You like from me the to 90s? Up? Yeah, it's John Madden. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, so a whole bunch of stuff is new here in the month of August, and again, we we try to bring you new stuff every time we do a show, but that's once a week, and then kind of get bombarded by stuff that we like um this month no different dustin i see a lot of familiar stuff on here territories barstool preachers knockoff um looking forward to slaves and elvis cortez of course dustin what are we gonna start with chris We're i think we should... the intro is too long for shows left what do you mean <laughs> like that turns it down you're such a, you're a fucking genius <laughs> You found us. We are SLC Punkcast. We are a punk rock review and interview show and reviewing and critiquing all genres and subgenres of punk music. You can find us on www.slcpunkcast.com. You can find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at SLC Punkcast. You can find me at SLC Punk Chris. And you can find me on Twitter at another punk SLC. Arch Rivals. God, love Arch Rivals. I love Arch Rivals. Wear your scars with pride. Came out August 2nd off the album Constant State of War. They're from Plymouth in the UK. Yep. Find them on Facebook at Arch Rivals. Oi! Let's go! 
Yeah, man, our tribals are fantastic. Gosh, you can hear a lot of uh, inspirational pox bar in their music. For sure. Um, and uh, that's there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's and, a really good uh, album. Yeah, have you got a chance to listen to the whole album, Dustin? Yes. Yeah, I have the whole digital album. I haven't bought the, the LP yet. i got to get that shipped from across seas. I don't, no domestic sellers of that yet. No domestic sellers of that this year. <laughs> what are Arch Rivals way up on our list of what's best last year? Yeah, and they're, they're awesome, and this is going to be, I'm sure, top albums. This month of August, just a handful, you know, we're, we're going to be hitting them just back to back to back. And a lot of these bands, uh, for sure for me and I'm sure for Chris, are going to be ending up on uh, our top lists of the year for singles for and EPs sure. and albums and best new bands and all that kind of stuff. Uh, this one, for sure, is going to be on top albums of the year. Oh, yeah. You I know, love Dustin, this Territories album. In Canada, they don't have states. They have territories right right out of canada is territories uh the self-titled album this song's quiet voices uh came out august 3rd um fucking fantastic we've been such a good sound we've had a chance to get a little bit of this in since fucking like may it's crazy that we're playing on what's new august in september right when we've been listening to this album since May. You know, probably June. June, yeah. Honesty. Memorial the weekend. First, yeah, it was, we got it Memorial Day weekend. Thanks to the guys at Pirates Press. Um, that's a common theme throughout this entire show. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, they're fantastic. Got a great sound. You know, there's something honest about the sound of, of good street punk. You know, it's, yeah. it's, there's an earnestness and an honestness to the sound of the music. Uh, the vocalization and the harmonization uh, fit in so well alongside of uh, vocals that are typically guttural and uh, crass in their sound. Um, it's it makes for a very interesting um, and great sound. Yes, that's Territories. That's Quiet Voices. I'm hoping to line something up. I did talk with them briefly over social media, trying to line something up. And uh, the days we record really didn't work out for them at the moment. Right. But we're going to try to get something lined up and play a bunch more tracks. I know we will. Uh, the album is so good. Make sure you check it out. Chris, next up, Barstool the band Preachers, we have had man. on the yeah, show. He's been on the show. We talked about Grazie Graverno. Uh, you and I both already heaped a lot of praise on this album. Yeah. Um, I think it's fantastic. Um, 
Dutch. All the broken hearts, Dustin. Uh, this is off of Grazie Governo. Grazie Governo. Yes. Barstool Preach have, uh, you know, become kindred to this band. And uh, without a doubt why, they're fantastic, um, great guys. We've had an opportunity to meet them in person once. Yeah. On the Two fucking, of them. On the streets of fucking Fremont. And in Las Handing Vegas. Handing their flexies out. We got Handing a flexi from them. flexies. And then got a chance to talk to him on the show. And, of course, uh, our, our friends um, all over uh, the U.S. And uh, especially the Punk Lounge are also big fans of as well. Absolutely. 8.6 Days. All the Broken Hearts just came out on the 3rd. From Grazie Governo, the Barstool Preachers. They're from Brighton. You pay. I think this album shows how, what range that the band has as far as the type of music that they'll put out, uh, the themes of their music, some are kind of fun, watch their music videos, but they, you know, some of them are, you know, more of a soft spoken or heartfelt type theme, right? Poignant. There you go. That's a better word. Such a good album. Uh, I hope we played enough tracks from this album to show you the range. Have we finished it up have. yet? <laughs> no, we're not quite there. They, they have a lot of tracks on it, but it's really good. Make sure you get out and get it. You can go get the vinyl if you're here in the U.S. from Pirates Press. Andy Town. Yes. Buddy of ours from uh, all the way across the pond. Uh, my God, I wear my knockoff shirt once a month at least. Football, beer, and punk rock. This is 70s TV cop. Yes. Um, which uh, it brings all so many images to mind, right? As the music starts, that you, you kind of have maybe preconceived notions, right? Sure. Because when I think of '70s TV cop, I think of my old man. I think of my dad with the big fucking cop mustache I think of and the 
and the fucking the like Starsky and Hutch. breasted bullshit blazer. Right. And that smell of fucking burnt coffee and cigarettes, man. <laughs> nice. Fuck yeah, it's fucking great. Um, the album's uh, an EP, it's Riot. Uh, at Knockoff Punk Band on Facebook, check out Knockoff 70s TV Cop. There's a bunch of cool tracks. They, I think there's like four new, and then there's a live one from a previous album. Very it's cool. worth it. Right now, you can go onto their uh, webpage, and you can buy the CD. I think it's only five bucks, but I'm, I'm waiting for the vinyl to come out, and I'm going to get the vinyl whenever I can see that. Dustin, tell me about Braindance. Another band from the UK, Chris. We played a band from Canada, but everybody else has been from the UK thus far. Uh, we typically play, I, I try to arrange them in chronological order when we do this, because I don't want to put some, like, favoritism or whatever. It's just, right. as they came out, this is the order. And this, again, August 3rd. August 3rd had a bunch of great, great releases. Uh, Braindance has been around for, like, 20-plus years, I believe. Quite a while. And, and this is a new release. It's called Razor Glass. This is the title track, Razor Glass. Yeah, they're out of Norwich. Uh, they're in the U.K., and on Facebook, you can get him at Braindance Punk. At Braindance Punk. Yeah. 1990. That's what I was looking for was the date. There you go. Yo, shit, they've been around nearly 30 years then. Drink with us. Come drink to. 
Yeah. Uh, go check out the, the artwork goes with the band. The album artwork's great. Uh, I was just telling Chris, yeah. I think it's pretty neat. It's uh, that English caricature kind of drawings. Yeah. It's really neat. I like it. Bright green background on the no album cover. Yeah. I, I like the sound. I'm not as familiar with their older stuff as they're around since the 90s, but I really do like this album. Uh, I think they've got a great sound. It's a good band. You! Yeah. Dustin, we're going to listen to some pretty vicious music. Yeah, we are. Also from the UK. And the from, I don't, I, I didn't fact check that, but man, that's where they list that they're from. I don't know. They're from England, somewhere in the UK. But I don't, that doesn't look like real words to me. It doesn't? <laughs> Murthire Tidefill. Well, you can find them on Facebook at Pretty Vicious UK. Twitter and uh, Instagram are all the same at Pretty Vicious UK. Yeah, um, most, most attractive band in the world. <laughs> there you go, Pretty Vicious, the most attractive band in the world. Uh, this they released a single. It's this move, and it was released August third. And they got that. I don't know how to describe. What, what, how would you describe this? It's an English sounding punk to me, but it's what is it? Let's well, listen while we I think mean, about it's, it. It's, it's how that guitar sounds, right? Yes. It's, it's how it. It's how the guitar is amplified. And his voice, uh, the way he's singing. And then the voice is is also run through an amplifier, much like Kurt Cobain's was when he did Unplugged. So he did Unplugged, but it's still plugged into that amplifier. Um, you'll hear a lot of bands. Jack White used that a lot with uh, you know. White stripes. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Something um, sound like that. And so yeah, it's just a just an old trick, right? And uh, yeah, I mean, check it out. Dustin, when you hear that fuzzy, growling, or gritty tone, it's distortion, right? It, it, it comes through, and and a lot of times it's overdrive, right? Right. So it's, it's it's and and so that's that sound that you get. You hear it a lot of rock, different rock genres, right? Is Including this hardcore Oasis? If Oasis was punk? Oh God, no! Fucking, I would never put that on anybody. Okay. Sorry, just not a fan. Fair enough. Just. Uh, you know what? Those brothers make me... They're the reason that I don't like Oasis so much. Anyways. Um, yeah, so it's that fuzz, that distortion. Um, yeah, it, you know, there's all these big muff fuzz boxes from back in the old days, man. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a pretty cool fucking sound. Um, definitely cool. Chris, next up, we're going to play a couple tracks from the Tough Actin' Actons. They released two singles. Boom. One, Misery's Child, and the other, Brain Fog, both on July 2nd, but both 
came with two tracks. Uh-huh. So we played Brain uh, Brain Fog on What's New July Part 2. Now we're going to play the other three tracks. And so we're going to start off with Misery's Child, so the single title track. And then they did a cover. We'll talk about that here in a second. So first up, let's get into Misery's Child. And even though it came out in July, close enough. <laughs> Chris, uh, we're going to do one more track before we do the interview. This is a cover of the band The Outfield. Do you remember The Outfield, Chris? Yeah, I played... 80s New Wave. That's day. why I know oh, it, Chris. Okay. Sorry. That's I why I know it. Asking if I ever played in The Outfield, <laughs> I was the fat kid. Yes, I played in The Outfield. Uh, I, like, I like The Outfield. I like the song Your Love. I'm a New Wave guy. And I think the tough act and Tanactans did a great job. I like this cover. It's really cool. I like the punk sound to a lot of the new wave songs. And I like how the vocals came across too. Alright, check out this cool cover from the outfield. This is Tough Actin' Tanactin's doing your love. Interviews coming up right after this track. Yeah. 
are joined now from the tough Acton Tenactons, Darren Tenactin. Darren, thank you for joining us on SLC Punkcast. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. Darren, we've been playing the tough Acton Tenactons. I've even been going, boom, tough Acton Tenactin, referencing the old John Madden commercials of the 1990s. Tell us, how did the tough Acton Tenactin start? I had just, well, my band that, the first band that I was ever in that started back in 97. Uh, I joined them in 1999, the band Politico, the original Politico, not the Politico from California, but from the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were trying to do a reunion and get back together, but it just didn't work out. So after after that, I started writing some songs and solo stuff, and I got a hold of Kenny and asked him if he wanted to start like a pop punk band because I've never played in a pop punk band. I've always played in like street, street punk and oi band. And I wanted to do something different because I'm kind of tired of being so angry all the time. <laughs> and uh, I figured, you know, pop punk is a way to, for me to put a smile on my face. So, and some of the songs I was writing was a little bit more on the pop side. So, me and him got together along with a guy named Sean from Alton and started hashing these songs out. Yeah, they, they they were working, so we ran with it. And I mean, I've got a I've got a recording studio in my basement, so it wasn't nothing for us to, wow. you know, drop these tracks. So yeah, I mean, it just kind of got started out of a, another failed project. So and now now this is kind of a on the on the fritz. So. So we'll what, what what is the current state of the band? Where are you guys at now? Where do you see? this going do you think that this is going to continue or is it going to branch on into something else where are you at on that well as of right now i mean the 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 drummer he's still down for recording however it's a scheduling issue of getting him to come over and do the tracks but as far as as far as like a a band band it's just me basically Mm -hmm. so I'm kind of on my own now. I didn't want it to end up that way, but when when people aren't reliable, it's kind of like where you end up. So, yeah. Right. So, do you think that it's just a matter of finding the right lineup, or is it a matter of you maybe moving on and pursuing else elsewhere? No, it's a matter of finding the right lineup. Mm-hmm. With the lineup we had, I'm. I'm I'm doing mainly most of the writing, and I was playing lead guitar and singing at the same time, as well as doing the bass tracking on the songs. Kenny did some rhythm guitar on the songs, but a lot of that, uh, the rhythm guitars, I went back and overdubbed. So essentially, I would like it to be to where I could either play lead guitar or sing. I don't I don't really want to do both, but. For me to continue on, I have to find the right people because I'm not I'm not the type of person that says, "Oh, it's punk rock, so it's okay to be shitty." You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Like, I'm I'm big on I'm big 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 on talent. Like one of my favorite bands is Oxymoron, and if you listen to them, you know they are talented motherfuckers. Yeah, for sure. So, How'd you come um, up with the name Tough Actin' to Actins? Because I, you know, I, I reference the '90s commercial all the time. Is it from that, or was it? Is this just something that was kind of a joke, inside joke, or where did that come from? I'm, I was trying to come up with a pop punk name, and everything I came up with just kind of sounded like, just kind of sounded like everything every other pop punk band. Mm-hmm. And I had this idea of like I wanted to have. You know, kind because of, I'm I'm really influenced by the Ramones as well. 
And I was like, well, all the Ramones, they, they all, you know, it's, it's Johnny Ramone and Joey Ramone and Dee Dee Ramone. And I was like, what if we had a name where we all had the same last name? Right. And I was like, hmm. And then, uh, I don't know, it just popped. I was like, what about the tough acting to Nactins? And <laughs> Kenny King was like, uh, yeah, let's go with it. And so I was like, cool. So, so, so yeah, I, I'm there in Tenactin and everybody else had, had their their Tenactin name, so and, and, and it it kind of works because as the band, you know, I find the right members, I can just toss them in and give them the last name Tenactin, and they'll fit in seamlessly. You know? Just find other people with the same first name, even right, <laughs> right. We could be SLC Punkcast Tenactin. There you right. go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so yeah, and then our logo uh, obviously is Floyd the Germ. And the, the idea I had for Floyd the Germ, because Kenny was doing all of our art, I told him, I was like, man, how about if our, our logo is like the germ from, since we're the tough act in Tanakin, I was like, let's have our logo be the germ from the Lamisil commercials. <laughs> and uh, he didn't want to draw it exactly like the Lamisil germ, so he kind of, you know, for, for legal reasons, he kind of changed it around a little right. bit. And so he came up with that. And he was like, well, what should his name be? And I was like, hmm, how about Floyd? For some reason, he reminded me of a Floyd. <laughs> Outstanding. What are the plans for the immediate future, then, for you and for the tough Acton Tanactons? Is there a desire to go ahead and, and move forward with touring or anything like that? Or is it just shut it down for the, for the fall and for the winter and come back in the spring? I would really like to find band members who are dedicated and are talented, who are willing to give it their all and give this band an actual shot. I would love to tour. As a matter of fact, if it were up to me, I would quit my job and hit the road and stay on the road. But it's a matter of finding people who are willing to put that, you know, to, to make that sacrifice for music. A lot of people don't want to live off of ramen noodles and squat on people's uh, dirty floors, <laughs> but... You know, sometimes that's what you got to do in the name of music. And I just haven't, I just haven't seemed to find the right people that want to go out and do that. But eventually, hopefully, if I can find the right people, uh, I would like for this to continue on because I have uh, probably 15 songs wrote for this project that are just waiting to get finished up. And I would like to tour these songs because I personally think they're pretty good. So with those 15 tracks, you're looking for some people to join you to finish, you know, the drums. We, we were talking before we did this, so you, you're looking for somebody to help with the, the drums. And so if you get somebody to do this, is your plan to get all 15 of these and put an LP out? So all 15 on one or releasing a singles, or are you going to go with the, the longer LP? Um, uh, it, it all just depends. I kind of like the format of releasing a, a single the A side as an original and the B side as a cover. Mm -hmm. However, that generally wasn't my idea to do a bunch of covers. Sean, the guy, one of the guys in the band, Sean, he he was he really liked the meat person, the Gimme Gimme's, right? So right, he wanted he wanted to do some cover songs. I was cool with. I've got actually a couple of cover songs that are, that are better than Gee, I'm glad it's raining and Your Love. But it's just a matter of getting the drummer in here to track the drums, and everything else is pretty much tracked. I just, I, I don't like releasing stuff with the program drums. I just, for some reason, right. to me, that just means cheese. Uh, how about 
a favorite show you have seen uh is there a show that maybe stood out to you that maybe you were even part of playing in one of your previous bands best show in st louis that i ever saw was the u.s bonds the john tick murphy's oxymoron and i believe it was either i can't remember off the top of my head if it was the books or the main street saints one of the one of those bands from like the Midwest that opened up. That that show was awesome. That was that was a great show. Let's see. Other than that, uh, Bad Religion and the Toadies, the Toadies and uh, Helmet. I saw him at uh, Pops in St. Louis, and that was pretty good. I'm, I'm a big Toadies fan. Probably one of the only only people who think the Toadies are punk rock, but that that's just me. Last question I've got for you. It's the one we like to ask all the people that we interview. What is your guilty pleasure? When it comes to music, what's something that maybe is uh, way different from what you play, something that's unique to you? Oh, I'll tell you what, man. One of my favorite, favorite bands is Pink Floyd. I know that's a far cry from uh, punk rock. It is. Uh, it's that long, yeah. drawn-out music that, that was part of the reason that punk kind of gave rise in the 70s, right? Exactly, because punk is the complete opposite of Pink Floyd, and it's yeah. kind of what caused punk rock to explode. Was the not explode, but what, what created punk rock? I, I like Pink Floyd. I'm looking at my record, my record collection here. So yeah, Pink Floyd. Uh, another guilty pleasure: Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, love the Smashing Pumpkins. I think so, they're either coming out with a new album or a tour yeah. or something. I saw something just recently. I saw the lead singer for the Pumpkins on Joe Rogan's podcast, and okay. it was really interesting. He's a unique guy. Yeah, Billy Corgan. Billy's got, he's a weird guy. I mean, I say it in a nice way. I don't mean weird like, oh, yeah, he's out there. It, he's an interesting person, to say the least. <laughs> he's, he's definitely um, a different type of dude, but at the same time, all the great songwriters are different types of dudes, oh, yeah, you know? Sure. I don't know when I was... Um, Probably 13 or 14 years old, I was at my buddy's house uh, when I lived in Texas with my dad down in Houston, and he had uh, Siamese Dream on cassette, and he said he hated it, gave it to oh, me, wow. and I took it home, put it in a tape player, and that tape must have stayed in my tape player for at least a year, and yeah, Smashing Pumpkins and Pink Floyd, uh, and the funny thing is, both those bands are kind of one and the same if you if you actually listen to them back to back. Uh, the Pumpkins definitely have a Pink Floyd influence. Definitely, that yeah. experimental rock sound is prevalent through both. Some of the Pumpkins' more complete compositions, maybe not so much. They're more of that pop lean, but a lot of their music, I mean, I know I listen to Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Both tapes, Dustin, tape one and tape two. I have CD several, one and CD two. Several times over in the old 1981 Ford Ranger that I somehow convinced my dad to buy me in 1996. I have the box set of all the singles. Nice. Yeah. And then all the oh, other the, albums that came before that. I don't know. The box set that had the, uh, like the swirl, the black and white swirl yeah. all around it. Yes. Yeah. You got a favorite Pumpkins tune, Dustin? I always like mayonnaise. I hate mayonnaise. The food, ingredient I got or whatever. But, I got you. But the song, I always like that one. I, I like a ton, but that one, you know, spot right here. That's mm -hmm. that's I'm gonna throw out. Darren, there. give me your favorite Pumpkins track. My favorite Pumpkins track 
I would have to say, I mean, Mays is a good one, but I've always liked 1979. That's the year I was born, and uh, that song just speaks to me. I know it's their most popular, and they, they won a Grammy for it, but the lyrics, I don't know. I listen to the lyrics, and I'm like, that's me. That's me. Right. That's what I went through growing up. My, my uh, favorite just, is Love. Do you remember that song? It's yeah, it's a deep cut, man. It's a, it's a, it's all I know. It's it was fucking just had a which album? Uh, it's on Melancholy Infant Sadness. It just had a really fucking like we were just talking about that sound, right? That fuzzy guitar sound. Sure. And I just I don't know. I just thought it was so fucking cool. Maybe not so much lyrically as much as the composition of it and and the uh, just the guitars of it and such. Melancholy is. Great, great, great album. I, I can't say anything bad about Melancholy. I'd say I'd say my favorite my my favorite Pumpkins album is a toss up between uh, probably Siamese Dream and Gish. But I mean Melancholy is awesome, and so is uh, the the B sides album. What, what what was that album called? Oh, I can't remember. But that one's got some good ones on it too. Uh, Very nineties. When you when you hear Smashing Pumpkins, there is no doubt it is nineties right. all the way. And I, I think that maybe I don't know if people who you know kids today would like it, Dustin, much as us. I think that we well, have a that's probably, probably a certain amount of nostalgia <laughs> when you or I or any of the three of us, we're all the same age, listen to the pumpkins, I think that it's gonna make it sound better to us than a sixteen year old today. Right. The, the problem with music, the kids today don't—they don't get the experience, the music experience, because of streaming and because of you know it, it's it's different today. Listening to the radio today doesn't feel like it did. I don't get excited anymore when I hear a song like I used to on the radio. It used to be pretty cool. Now it's it's kind of like eh, I I don't need the radio. I, I I listen to the, the the same records from from way back in the in the 90s and honestly I haven't heard a good band in my opinion come out in the, since in the 2000s like the last good band I've probably heard is probably the Foo Fighters and that, that's just my opinion but I, I feel like music is very watered down today and it's it's just I don't on know. on the mainstream radio definitely uh, it is it's very homogenous. It's listen to this same sound. It's the millennial doo-wop, Dustin, that we've talked about. I'd like to thank you for coming on and looking forward to more from the Tough Actons and Actons. Darren, I hope that you're able to kind of bring it all together and bring it to a head and uh, keep moving forward with it. Hey, thanks, guys. I, I appreciate it, man. Uh, I appreciate you guys playing me on your podcast, playing playing the band, not me, the band on your, on your podcast, <laughs> and uh, I appreciate the interview and yeah, as uh, soon as I can get these drums tracked on these songs, I mean, they're just sitting here waiting for drums to get tracked. And I wanted to try and get a couple of them released to you guys. going to do some edits yesterday, but when I brought them up and was listening to them compared to uh, what was already done drum-wise, the drums just sounded really, really thin. And I can't do that. I can't. I just, I, it's got to be right, you know. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to rush it, and I don't want to put out crap, so... Yep. Well, we appreciate the effort for perfection because there's nothing better than a, a band that puts out a great sound, and uh, it's got to be what you want it to be. Thank you again for joining us, Darren. We're going to play some more Tough Actin' to Nactins. 
Dustin, what are we doing next? Gee, I'm glad it's raining. Tough act and ten acted. Boom! Dustin, play it. Are you glad it's raining? Harnessed P World. That's hey, fucking great. Thanks, Darren, for the great Thank interview. You for joining us. We're looking forward to more tough acting tenactins or whatever iteration we're gonna get. Not far from where Darren's from is St. Louis. We mentioned it in the interview. From St. Louis, Bass Bass Base Amp. God damn it. <laughs> you say it wrong every time. Every fucking time. They're gonna, it's they base should, Amp. They probably fucking hate our show. It's Base Amp and Dano, and I like Base Amp and Dano. Well, we had a we had a kid who wrestled for us when we were coaching uh, high school wrestling named Dano. Remember right? Dano? Dano's yep. a great kid. Uh, I hope you die. That's the single. Dustin. They released it on August 4th. You can get uh, Base Amp and Dano on Facebook at Base Amp and Dano. Chris? From St. Louis. Yes.
Cool track. You die. I hope since that's a single, that's uh, kind of a taste of what's to come from Bass Amp and Dano. Elvis Cortez. We yes, love Elvis. Elvis just uh, does music and nicest, releases some singles every now and again. fucking guy, like man. It. Every yeah. time we've ever had in an interaction with Elvis, be it at a concert or at a at a festival, whether he be playing or not, Dustin, uh, Elvis has never been anything except a, a gentleman. And we appreciate him for his candor, but also appreciate him for his music. Yeah. And my wife is a huge fan of Elvis Cortez, so she will never be allowed to see him live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's awesome. All right, this is Wrong Choices. It's a single. Uh, it was released on August 13th. Again, one of our favorites is Elvis. Lost again at sea, and I need you next to me. On the same boat, just a million times before. But it's a warm way out of here, and the door is right there. But it's impossible for me to keep living this way. Choices and I make the wrong Cortez, yeah. uh, Facebook, Instagram, all that. What is what? It's like at Elvis Cortez, right? Yep. All right. Berserker boys, do yes. you want to make a fuck berserker? <laughs> That's right. Uh, my love is you. My love for you is like a truck berserker. find a ton of information about him other than you know the, the stuff we've already gone over here we went a long way from Elvis to this 
Yeah, we went from an acoustic track to... Alright. Uh, this is Flirting with Disaster. Guess who plays in Flirting with Disaster, Chris? Elvis Cortez. No, Chaz Valentine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it says that on Facebook, Elvis Cortez. So I was just trying to be a smart ass about it. <laughs> Your fucking show notes did it to me again. Nope, nope, not exactly. <laughs> you see it yet? I do. You prick. Wrong. <laughs> Chaz Valentine, good friend of ours from New Zealand. This is catastrophizing. It came out on the 17th. It's a single from Flirting with Disaster. Alright, that was Catastrophizing, Flirting with Disaster. They're from Auckland, New Zealand, and you can get them on Facebook at Flirting with Disaster. Dude, I think Chaz NZ. is one of the, like, the first people we interviewed on the old podcast, Dustin. Was. We need to have Chaz on again. See what he's Love up to. Playing to with the Flirting with Disaster and he, he's, everything else he's uh, up he, to. You know what? I, I do have to say that our interview with Chaz, I felt like we changed the formula of our show a little bit because of that interview like just how the things we talked about yeah sure and so it was it was fantastic to talk to him looking forward to talking to him again sometime next slaves who we saw at punk rock bowling dustin yes and they're also coming to salt lake for crucial fest chris yeah i'm gonna miss that one i'm not i'm gonna try to make it there are you gonna are you gonna run it uh, I might even only too, be there just to much. see Slaves because I would go to see Fail to Follow for and sure, but I think uh, yeah. it would be the next day. That's my problem with Crucial Fest is is that there's two bands I'd want to see there. Yeah, I think yeah, I think there might have been a third two. one for me, but yeah, there wasn't a, a, as much. And, and I, we even listened to some of the bands that were going to be there. I played their music, and it was the, some of the headliners. It's just right. not our style. It's, it's not, just not not really a punk thing. It's just it's not at a, all. It's not maybe like an alternative. It is music not festival. a punk thing at all. No. I think it's more of an what's considered an alternative music, which is kind of a, a larger encompassing, which includes punk and whatever else, right? Yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> what are you gonna play, man? Fuck's sake, slaves! Fucking just sitting on it forever, huh? I was expecting this thing to already start. I like slaves a lot. Uh, this is the lives they wish they had. It came out October. October. Fuck's sake, August seventeenth. It's from the album Acts of Fear and Love. Man, we got some cool stuff from them, man. In punk rock bowling, they're fun, dude. Yeah, they're one of the bands. They were kind of like middle of the day, right? Like before the headliners go on, right? And and I think that that's almost a tougher spot to handle than being the headliner or being one of the opening acts. One of the opening acts, who gives a fuck? You can fuck up all you want. Who gives a shit? Right, right in the middle. Everybody's starting to show up, right? Right. If I remember right, they came on just before Turbo Negro. Could be, yeah. That might be. Um, which is tough to do. Fuck's sake. These They're... guys killed it, though. Two guys. Yeah. They're fucking great, man. They're a lot of fun. I gotta figure out what they wish they had. 
Get a chance to see slaves, punk rock bullets, so much fun. Wasn't there a fucking fight during their fucking set? Yes. Remember that shit? Yeah. That one guy kept being a fucking dick to everybody, and finally somebody just turned around and fucking wailed on him. Fucking lead singer came down on the fucking, fucking like, kind of calmed everything down, like, fucking chill out. Right. And, uh, no, it was fucking really neat. It was fun. Two guys, like you said, Dustin. That was all day three, dude. Right. Day three, slaves, angelic upstarts, Steve Ignorant and Crass, against me, X, and at the drive-in. Yep. That was the last day. And um, so, yeah, I was way off on when they were playing, dude. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was really cool. And, um, fuck, man. I, don't, I have nothing but good things to say about them. Yeah, that's good, man. I want, that's why I want to see them all. If they're going to come to Salt Lake, I want to be out there, support them, and see them. Uh, they're great. And again, at Slaves on Facebook, they're from Kent in the UK. This is Infecto Skeletons, who are from Reno, Nevada. I don't think we've played a band from Reno, Nevada Not yet. Not a long show, time. Uh, Infecto Skeletons released Get Your Shit Together on August 19th. This track is called Drug City USA. You can find Infecto Skeletons at Infecto Skeletons on Facebook. Seven seconds. Oh, didn't know that. Cobra Skulls. Cobra Skulls? I thought they're from Northern California. But later based in San Francisco Bay Area. Gotcha. Originated in Reno. Makes sense. Band. It's like Reno Wedding or something like that. Reno Divorce. Reno Divorce is from Denver. Oh, that's right. That's from Denver. Reno in the name. Yes. Well, so, Chris. So is Kevin seconds from Reno then? Maybe. I, I know. know seven. It says seven seconds. It's so Kevin must be. So you'd think. Yeah, man. Infecto Skeletons. Got in, got out, got it done. Fucking get your shit together. Like it. Yes. That was Drug City USA. Molly and the Krells. This is rejected. They're from Sydney, mate. Yes, mate. Dude, we used to play way too much punk rock from Australia. It's been forever since we have. And it's been forever. We used to, it was like, Dustin, you gotta fucking stop. <laughs> like, you and I were fucking talking on the show, and you're like, oh, fuck you. And I was like, dude, every fucking week. There's a lot of great bands. And now we're gonna get back to playing some bands from Australia. Well, here's open this floodgate up. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Molly and the Krells. This was released August 20th. You can get them on Facebook at Molly and the Krells. We'll have to ask him, what's a Krell and who's Molly? We asked Chaz about that. 
He's in New Zealand, not Australia. Same difference. He fucking knows more about Australia than they do. I think that a lot of Australian punk is is more of that California sound, that surf punk, pop punk sound. Sure. I think that happens. Just organically. You know what I'm saying? Just because... Now, you got to remember, Dustin, like, in the 90s, that's where, like, all the bands, like, No Effects and all those other bands that started off in the 90s, Offspring and fucking all these guys, they were big in Australia because they were doing all the surf videos. And they would lend their music to those surf videos for free. Right. And so it was these VHSs that came in the big boxes, just like the porn did. And and they would get them in Australia. So these bands were huge in Australia. So that's why the music that we're hearing, such as this, and much of the other music that you've played from Australia, it has that more pop-punky, if you will, the more California... I like to call it a SoCal skate punk, surf punk sound. Well, here's some bands from Australia that I played. Pennywise. In June. June was the last time. The Disables, Black Ball, Stranglehold, and The Truth. There was like one of the What's New months that we did in the past that was just fucking loaded. Like this one's loaded with bands from the UK. Right. What do we got here? A-V-A-S. You and I. They're from... Uh, yeah, you and I's name of the track. Manchester, they're on Horn and Hoof Records. Fuck yeah. Hardcore, man. That track is one minute, 20 seconds long. Nice. Not fucking around. Get in, get done, get it out. Hey, Ghouls. Great transition right here. Go from hardcore to Argyle Ghoulsby doing acoustic versions of previously released tracks. Neat. That's what Hollow Bodies is. He released Hollow Bodies on August 21st. Right. This track here is five sellers below. It's like, uh, what? Horror punk, yeah? Yeah. Absolutely. Ghouls, Ghouls did a great job. We saw him here. Big fans. 
God, I, I look forward to seeing those guys again. Yeah, I hope they're one of those through. bands that you look forward to. Well, a couple guys from Zombiecock play on the Roving Midnight. Absolutely. So, and they yeah, always man, come just, through. What a great night that was. And like, we, like we've talked about, we're going to have to fucking take the next day off from work because right. we were out till fucking 2 a.m. fucking hanging out with these guys and Dusty. And having an opportunity to get to know Dusty more since. Sure. I, I hope to spend more time with Ghouls and all the rest of these guys as well. Willie, Willie from Zombiecock and plays in yeah, Roving Midnight. Willie was fucking here, dude. Yeah, co-hosted with so, me. So we went from fucking literally being fans of that show, Dustin, to interviewing and 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 spending time with a lot of you know, with people from it. Well, Gosh, what a, well, what a do great the trifecta and get Argyle Ghouls be on the show. Oh now. man, that'd be fucking great. Any of the guys from that, we had a great time. What do we listen to? We're listening to Five Sellers Below? Yes. Off the hollow bodies. Let's go, fools. On this show, we play them all. We went from a pop punk sound of Molly and the Krells to that hardcore, fast, kick your ass AVAS or Avis, Avas. Not sure. It looks like AVAS. Avis. To the acoustic horror punk of Argyle Goolsby, man. And now we're going to jump back into some more hardcore with Functional Lunatics out of Los Angeles, California. They released. The album case number 5150. 5150. August 24th. And you can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Functional Lunatics. You can find Argyle Goolsby at Argyle Goolsby on both Instagram and Facebook. I forgot to put that out there. That's okay. Functional Lunatics. Delinquent Habits is this track. Like that, Chris. Fucking cool, man. <laughs> I 
like a fucking hardcore Elvis, huh? Yes. All right, Chris, next and last, we have Rat's Nest. They came out with EP number two. EP number one was earlier this year. EP number two, August 25th. You can get them on at Rat's Nest Official on Facebook and at Rat's Nest underscore official on Instagram. They're from Kent in the UK as well, just like slaves. Uh, This track right here, Chris, follow me. It's getting pretty dark here, Dustin. Right? Doesn't it seem that way? These guys are a cool punk band. I believe they played at uh, Rebellion this year, if I'm not mistaken. Or they're playing another festival around there. I can't remember. But uh, cool up-and-coming band. I think these guys have only been around maybe a year, and they've done two EPs so far. Uh, go go to the Bandcamp page. You can go check those out. Three tracks on each EP. This particular track, follow me, Chris. I'm hungry. Follow me. I'll follow you to the kitchen right now. Dustin fucking puts this shit together right here. Uh, he is the producer, the director. He's the fucking father of SLC Punkcast. I'm its bastard son. Find me on Facebook and Instagram at SLC Punk Chris. And you can find me on Twitter at Another Punk SLC. Yeah, you can. And uh, thanks for listening. If you're still listening, you're the reason we do this show. We absolutely love to share the music that we love with uh, as many people as we can gonna start getting crazy around here we got a lot of concerts coming up here in the fall Dustin. yeah we're gonna find out what's new yeah we are we're gonna check out some cool shit and uh thanks for joining us dustin play the fucking outro okay